Hi, my name is Avinash. I'm also known as the Power Pandit. In this episode, I'm going to talk about three things. The first is what we actually mean when we say time management. Second, the mechanics of getting out of overwhelm. And third, a two-step process to overcome procrastination. I'm a professional life coach and I like to have long, slow, meaningful and fun conversations with people. This podcast is what you would expect if a mad scientist and a spiritual leader, a spiritual guide or a guru were to combine their spiritual energies and make a super baby. Now let me explain to you what do I mean by the word super. To me super means cutting edge information from the best sources in the world of life coaching, my own personal experiences all with a flavor of spirituality. That is what this podcast is all about. I release a new episode every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you would like to connect with me, my email address is the power pandit. That's T H E P O W E R P A N D I T at gmail.com. Send me an email and I'd be happy to get back to you and we can schedule a conversation. I owe the name the Power Pandit to my very dear friend. Her name is Kashmira Prabhu. Hey Kash, if you are listening in, thank you for that session. Uh now being a professional life coach, I decided to follow my personal life coach. His name is Dermot Butterly and he goes by the name the Celtic Coach. He's an Irishman. Uh, very funny, loves to talk, and uh, provides some really, really wonderful insights uh, through his conversations. And he goes by the name the Celtic Coach, and I thought that would be a very cool thing to do. I was recently in conversation with a life coaching client of mine, and when we sat down to have a conversation, I quickly realized that she uh, is facing the feeling of overwhelm. And I'll tell you why I say overwhelm is actually a feeling. uh later in this podcast overwhelm is when we have too many things to do and too little time to do those things in uh now in this particular clay case this client of mine uh had decided that there was something very important that she wanted to do and she had set a goal for that a deadline for that and uh in between something new came up and caught her attention somewhat like the shiny object syndrome so she decided that she's going to put the first thing on hold for some time while she focuses on the new thing uh, and it does happen that the new thing had a deadline in in january which was much later than the old deadline it gave her an extra month of time and we frequently do this when we feel the feeling of overwhelm we try to put off what we had originally planned to do to a later date uh, with the expectation and hope that something bigger better and shinier will give us more reward so we put the first thing on the back burner and then jump on to something else with the hope that it will give us more returns more bang for the buck so we're going to talk about a little bit about this uh, what happened in that conversation and how my client came out of that situation of that feeling and later on in the show i also add on a few of my own personal perspectives on on the concept of time management on the way to overcome overwhelm and uh, I end the show with a two-step process on how to overcome procrastination. So sit back, relax and tune in 
for some great content ahead the show is going to be about 20 minutes so if you are able to i suggest you to sit down with a cup of coffee or a warm beverage and really take in what this show has to offer the first thing that my client said to me was i want to be able to manage my time better and i also uh, was a victim to this for many many years i always used to feel that i i would like to manage my time in a better way it was when i watched the recording of my session with this client uh, well that may sound a little strange to you but i highly encourage this process uh, if you want the most honest the most brutal and the most transformative feedback record yourself video record yourself having a conversation and watch that recording uh, sometime later that's the best feedback that you can get so when i was watching my recording with my client i realized that uh, the concept of time management is actually quite foolhardy and at this time i would also like to give credit to a book that i am reading actually listening to i'm listening to time warrior by steve chandler and in and the book also talks about the same thing the book says that uh, the book indicates that time management is actually quite a foolhardy concept and i realized that and i agreed with that book when i watched my recording so wanting to manage time is like his holiness shri shri ravi shankar founder of the art of living a guru that i personally follow he says it's like trying to rearrange the clouds in the sky in my personal opinion time at best is a reference time only gives us an indication of when something is supposed to happen and our bifurcation of time into days minutes hours and seconds and milliseconds it gives us little boxes of time in which we arrange such boxes of time every second is a box of time we arrange them in series and we use those series of boxes to complete the work that we have well at least that's the linear explanation of time management so as i said time provides a reference and a certain quantifiable amount of boxes which we which we arrange and within the boxes the dimensions of those boxes define how much time is available to finish a particular task that's the linear definition of time management time management is essentially a function of activity and energy management the ayurveda dinacharya which means the ayurvedic recommendations for daily routine dinacharya means daily routine looks at things from a slightly different perspective ayurveda dinacharya does not look at the day in terms of boxes with fixed dimensions in which we do the maximum possible instead it looks at four hour cycles that keep getting repeated throughout the day ayurveda dinacharya says that our energy during each of those four hour cycles changes the first type of energy is vata the second is pitta and the third is kapha now what do each of these mean and how do we apply this to our daily life kapha which is representative of stillness usually dominates in the early hours of the day 
typically between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. And that's why it's highly recommended to do any spiritual practices, meditations during this time. Pitta, on the other hand, is representative of the fire element. This too lasts four hours, usually between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And this is the best time to get things done. If you are looking at decisive action, important meetings, reaching out to clients, having team meetings, any action which involves you communicating with a larger number of people, getting things done, focused, decisive action happens best when the Pitta energy is dominant. The third type of energy, usually between 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. during the day, that's the Vata energy. Vata energy is representative of creativity and openness. And that's why as per Ayurveda Dinacharya, it's recommended to take up creative pursuits towards the end of the day, towards sunset. The same four hour cycles repeat from sunset to sunrise as well. So from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. and 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. The three cycles repeat again as Vata, Pitta and Kapha. So the recommendation is this, that instead of looking at time as linear boxes of one second intervals, in which we try to our best to do as much as possible, we flip this around and look at this from the Ayurveda Dinacharya perspective and how our energies play out during the day. Depending on our observation of whether that energy is actually playing out, because all our bodies and minds are different, we find what energy we are in during a particular time of the day and then plan out what is the best activity that can be done or that is supported by that particular energy and we try to do those activities at that time of the day. I'd like to take a moment to say that I have got all of this information from the Art of Living website. You can check it out for yourself. That's www.artofliving.org. Okay, now let's move on to the second one. The mechanics of overwhelm. Let's try to understand what exactly overwhelm is, how it is caused and what to do about it. Overwhelm happens when shiny object syndrome happens over and over and over again. Overwhelm is just a representation of all the abandoned projects that were caused by shiny object syndrome. Over time, all those abandoned projects begin to occupy their own special space inside our mind, inside our memory and inside our consciousness. And sufficient number of such abandoned projects has us constantly thinking about them, worrying about them and planning for those abandoned projects. This creates overwhelm. It creates the impression that there's too much to do and too little time to do it in. Another way to look at the same thing is that overwhelm is caused by overthinking. And overthinking is caused by too many abandoned projects because of shiny object syndrome. The opposite of overwhelm is action. Actually, overwhelm is almost synonymous with worry. Because worry is the opposite of action. Worry keeps us out of action. I have rarely seen somebody who is habituated to taking action feel overwhelmed. In fact, those who are doing throughout their day are happier, calmer, more relaxed and more productive and more successful than people who sit and think about their abandoned projects throughout the day.
because it's like this when we think about those abandoned projects it soon turns into worry and that worry soon turns into a problem finding mission which turns into a solution finding mission but remember all this problem finding solution finding the worry it's all happening inside our head so it doesn't matter if we win because at the end we have only one in our thoughts in reality nothing has happened that's how worry keeps us out of action and is the single most biggest reason for the feeling of overwhelm because when we worry we think worrying thoughts and then we feel worrying feelings and then we feel overwhelmed so the opposite of overwhelm is action now let's look at the process of getting into action in the beginning of this podcast i said i will be sharing a two step process to overcome procrastination and this is basically the same thing it's the same process that can be applied to either overcoming procrastination or getting into action So here goes. I'd like to introduce a concept known as the ladder. Imagine a small ladder that connects two parts of your brain. On the lower side it connects to your amygdala and on the higher side on the upper side it connects to the neocortex. Now the amygdala is a portion of the brain which is a part of the limbic system. It's a part of the brain that is connected with emotions and memory. On the other hand the neocortex which is the portion that sits just behind our forehead that is a characteristic of only human beings now the neocortex is associated with imagination creativity to actually create something out of nothing to be in closer connection with the self those are the things that the neocortex is associated with Now imagine a ladder connecting the lower part of the to the neocortex which is the part of the brain associated with more higher processes. Now worry, procrastination and overthinking all stem from the amygdala. It's a result of all the emotional thinking that we have going on with the various unfinished projects that we have on hand. As I said before, worrying thoughts create worrying feelings and those worrying feelings are generated in the amygdala now it is possible for each and every one of us to climb that ladder to transcend that emotional state caused by excessive thinking and move towards the neocortex and there are a few easy ways to do that some of them are meditation laughing singing dancing and exercise Personally I prefer to consider these things as tools in my toolbox so instead of following a fixed routine that I'm only going to meditate I prefer to follow a combination like some days I feel like meditating I will meditate some days I feel like having a good laugh I'll spend time with my son or watch a stand up comedy show I have complete freedom to choose the tool that I want to use to get myself higher up the ladder So now we have the ladder that connects the amygdala to the neocortex and we have a variety of tools to ascend that ladder. The first thing to do is to take time out and do anything that will get you higher up the ladder. Once you have reached that higher state, consider the thing that you have been procrastinating about and ask yourself this question, what's doable in the next 3 minutes? Now that 3 minutes could be 1 minute, 2 minutes or 3 minutes but no more than 3 or it could be 30 seconds. 
but no lower than that but if you were to put a timer on your phone what's doable in the next one two or three minutes and then you do it once you're in that higher state of mind and you start taking action on the thing that you've been procrastinating about and you know that that action is going to end after three minutes you are more likely to start that action once you are done with those three minutes sit back and look at what you've accomplished look back at the accomplishment that you have actually taken a step forward in terms of doing rather than thinking about doing when you look at the action from this point of view the chances are that you will probably want to continue and this is the method that i personally follow the two step method to overcome procrastination and to get into action step number 1 get into the higher state the neocortex and use any means necessary to do that step number 2 ask yourself what's doable in the next 2 minutes and step 3 actually do it chances are you will want to continue This episode was based on real life events. I had a life coaching client who came with who came to me with the problem of having too little time and too many things to do. She came with the feeling of overwhelm and wanting to push projects into the future with because of this feeling of overwhelm. We looked at her situation, had a long, fun and meaningful conversation about it, at the end of which she realized that there was a way for her to do both the things at the same time. She found a way to create the time for herself and she realized the secret of it was actually not in time management but in actually activity and energy management. The way we arrived at the solution was a series of long and effective conversations my name is avinash also known as the power pandit i'm a professional life coach and i like to have long meaningful and fun conversations with people i release a podcast every friday my next episode is coming out next friday at 6 pm eastern standard time if you would like to contact me my email id is t h e p o w e r p a n d i t the power pandit at gmail.com in this episode i spoke about managing activity and energy in accordance with ayurveda dinacharya i spoke about how overwhelm is the opposite of action and how overwhelm is actually synonymous with worry and then i spoke about a two step process to get into action or get out of procrastination If any of these topics resonated with you, made you realize that you're probably bumping up against something that you haven't encountered before, or made you see the possibility of doing more with your time, your activity, and your energy, send me an email at thepowerpandit@gmail.com. I would be happy to schedule a conversation with you and talk about it in more detail. This was you can do both. Until next Friday. take a deep breath in and as you breathe out let go